and welcome back to the podcast. I hope you are well. I apologize for last week's episode. I had an idea, I ran with it, and then I didn't have time to correct it. So I apologize. There was no rhyme or reason. There was no set script. There was nothing. There wasn't even a song of the week. So I apologize. Also, there wasn't any mention of what this month's theme is because that theme is nostalgia, and that is. What I forgot to mention. So, yes, that is the theme for this month. I've decided to try and theme the months just so I know more creatively where I'm going with something. I don't mind chopping and changing things as I go along, but it is nice to have a more set structure just for myself because, as you can tell, these last couple of weeks have just ran away with me, and I haven't had time to properly put into the podcast. And this is something I love to do, so I want to do it with all that I am, and I just haven't been getting there. And I want to always make these things and to be more consistent in everything means being more consistent in the small things and this is one of the small things to me at least because it is not a side hustle it's not a paying thing it's just something i do for fun but that's how you build your habits and your hobbies so being consistent with this is something that's important to me and being a little late is fine but i don't want to keep doing that she says ironically well recording late so it's a rollover effect and that's just due to me a not putting up firm boundaries but b not planning properly which is why we try to theme months to get ahead anywho nostalgia is this month's episode ideas themes whatever and i've broken down quite nicely if i do say so myself i've kind of broken it up into three categories and the first one which is this week is childhood memories music and games next week's episode will be all about books movies and series that make me nostalgic or maybe even just the experiences around that that give me a nostalgic feeling and then the last week gave me the idea because it's heritage month which is kind of like where we come from what we do i kind of want to speak about the trends that have been happening especially that try and evoke a nostalgic effect like show reboots fashion trends that come back around and people even making modern things retro like that is a big thing so those are the episode ideas or, or you know topics that are going to be happening around this month's theme of nostalgia and then next month is obviously mental health month so that's obviously mental health so that is the idea but yeah that is just the plan and that's where i'm going with it so i'm getting there it, it's gonna take work but i'm willing to put it in and also by the end of the month i'd like to start uploading these episodes to youtube i will get there i said september is the month i start i wanted to do it at the beginning i forgot my mom's birthday was gonna take up so much time because it wasn't just a day it was like five days anyway back on topic here we go this episode might be a bit long but i know you're fine with that so yeah enjoy so tackling the first part of the three ideas of this episode childhood memories music and games for childhood memories the best thing that makes me feel nostalgic is remembering traveling so when we were younger we would always travel by car then for a few years we did train trips thereafter when i was in high school we did bus trips and i didn't fly until i was a 24 25 year old adult and i was doing it on my own dime but like traveling has always been something i loved and 
why I always say like I want to explore my own backyard I want to do road trips in my own country I want to fly to other parts of my own country like that is something I genuinely enjoy and going overseas cool love that but I like visiting the places we have here because we have some of the most incredible places and one thing I'm actually sad about is that I didn't start vlogging or at least being comfortable enough to just record and take pictures and videos of things that I have done without thinking of the social media aspect of it because I remember we visited Ritanga Junction and I have the photo of that but I have no videos, no candids, nothing of that nature and Ritanga Junction no longer exists. It's now called Ritanga Park and you can walk through it but the theme park is no longer there and that sucks. So those types of things are really just some things I wish I had done but I'm okay with it the way we are now and I'm learning to kind of embrace what I'm doing even if it seems a bit boring. Another thing that I loved was flea markets. Like when I was in university and I think high school as well, we'd go to flea markets. One of my favorite things I own is actually a bedside table that I bought at a flea market for 50 bucks. Like best thing ever. And then I still painted it myself. It's the best. So it's things like that that you can still do today that make me nostalgic. And one of, I think, the places I want to eventually take my children will be the strawberry farm. It's about 10 to 15 minutes away from where we live. We once went with our bicycles and my brother, my father and I, my sister wasn't born yet, drove our bicycles to the strawberry farm and my mom trailed behind us in the van that had a bike rack attached and it was incredible. We drove there on our bicycles, picked strawberries, came home, had a picnic with strawberries, you know, the ice cream, the whipped cream, all those types of things. And that was the best time ever. And it wasn't expensive, it tired us out. Like thinking back, you realized, ah, these people just wanted to make sure we slept because we were kind of busy children. That is something I genuinely loved and I want to actually go back and do some of these things with an adult mind because now you can see like, oh, all the things your parents were looking at, you were like, that's stupid, I'm gonna go look at toys. Whereas now you're like, oh, I wanna go look at that thing that I can put in my own house. Like, it's, it's such a fun thing to be like, I love the nostalgia of this as a kid, but now I'm doing it as an adult and it's got a whole new perspective. Like, that is what I'm loving right now. Music is the next part and it's always been a massive part of my life. I remember the first series I remember seeing in our house as a child. Two legends, Celine Dion and the recently passed away Tina Turner, may she rest in peace. Those are CDs I can see in my mind's eye when I think of music. Queens <laughs> in their own rights. I used to play those CDs all the time and dance and sing in the lounge. And I don't know if anyone else remembers this, but there was a group called 101 and they were a group created basically from the Coca-Cola pop stars finding the next big group or something like that. Like Coca-Cola pop stars is what they were called. And their album was like the biggest thing ever. If you know the, the controversial Pam Andrews, she was a part of that group when she was younger. Um, I think two of the guys also made it big. One I think in acting and the other one I think in music itself. I think the one guy does a remix of Lady Soul. Iconic South African song. But yeah, that album was one of the earliest ones I can think of. And for road trips, 
two things that we always played was the Queen albums that we had. And it was like a three CD album collection of like their greatest hits. And also Sting and the Police. Legends. Absolute legends. Also, I am a huge fan of rap, hip-hop and pop, especially songs from like late 80s all through the 90s and like 2000s. Because those are my ears. Absolutely loved it like you know that one random song that comes on out of the blue and it's like from 30 40 years ago and you're just like oh it's my jam and it's like those people got paid nothing <laughs> they weren't even considered like anything those are like one hit wonders and i'm like yeah that is my life thank you <laughs> those are things that make me nostalgic like if you randomly play a playlist on your spotify and that one song comes on and you just like Oh yes, this takes me back to when I was a tiny little human being and we didn't have internet. <laughs> and you had to be in before the lights were on in the streets. Like that is the nostalgia I'm talking about. Speaking of the lights coming on, if you were playing outside, you used to drop what you did and ran. Like it is the world's hardest game of make sure people don't realize. It basically trained you. <laughs> For anyone who was a partier, to like, get in, get out, be quiet, pretend you were always doing something you weren't. That is it. Games were the best back in the day. Like, no joke. I have photos somewhere of me and my siblings, yes plural, going to, for any South Africans, the N1 Mall. They used to have a section called Wonderland. And I'm talking, it used to be a two-step down indented section in the middle of the mall with a giant like blue octopus, like covering the top of the place. I don't know if anyone remembers that, but that was my jam. I freaking loved Wonderland. I still love all arcades to this day. There's actually one in Port Elizabeth called Nitro something. Nitro Land, Nitro Park, and they give you a little card that you swipe, you load your credits on, and then you play with that card, and like the card you keep for life. And you'll earn points, you'll earn prizes. Some of the best games I used to love were with Tekken 3, Street Fighter, and Mortal Kombat, where you had to like sit down and play those games, because Lord knows, you'd be sitting there all day. Some of the standing ones, so like you'd stand and play. Pac-Man. Always, if you're a South African, you call it Pac-Man. Snow Bros, iconic. My brother and I slayed at Snow Bros. We'd, we'd have like five coins and we'd play until we died at level like 47. And there's only 50 levels in the game. Like, we knew the timing of the game. My ultimate one is like Rally X. That game was so simple because it's just one little car that you have to like take through the track and not die. It's basically Pac-Man with cars instead of ghosts. That to me blows my mind. And I mean, the fact that they've even made movies based on some of these games is insane to me. Like Gran Turismo just came out the other day, which is a movie based on a game. I mean, they're giving us throwbacks and nostalgia like you cannot believe they're making a Wonka movie, which is based on Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And no disrespect to Johnny Depp, because he was brilliant. But the OG movie is a classic. I'm talking the ones with the orange umpalumpas. That's iconic. Johnny Depp came and just gave it a whole new flair to Wonka himself. And now they're making an actual Wonka movie. 
these are things that we understood has a natural progression to go from a book to a script to a movie. That is what Wonka is. That is what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is. It was a book that became a movie. And that's okay. And now we're getting a prequel. But a friend reminded me of the Mortal Kombat game that's coming out. And I remembered that they actually had a movie come out in 2021. And the sequel was in the making because it got greenlit for a sequel. So games are being turned into movies and this isn't something new there has been several movies that have been made from games i mean mortal kombat comes a long way but we've got ones like tekken who started as an animation movie and then became a real person movie we have tomb raider who is iconic iconically played by angelina jolie and flip Alicia Vikander, she did an incredible Tomb Raider when she, you know, revived the character for the movie that came out. Warcraft was incredible. I was very skeptical for Warcraft, not gonna lie. Because of the different species of characters they have, you know, they have elves, they've got orcs, they've got humans. There's so many different facets to it and I was worried the green screen effect was just gonna ruin it. It did not. It was an incredible movie. Assassin's Creed is another one like Tomb Raider and Tekken who's come on for decades and they made the movies. Insane. Sonic the Hedgehog, same thing. Need for Speed is one of my absolute favorite games to movies creations. That is an incredible movie. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. You will not be disappointed. And Yes, they've done old games that they've created into movies. However, they've also done modern games. You know Angry Birds? Yeah, that, that little mobile game that you play with a, with a bird? They turned that into a movie. How do you go from slingshotting birds to making a movie about that? Like, that blows my mind. But no disrespect to Angry Birds, I kind of loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the birds, the shapes, the way they did it, the pigs, everything. That is classic. And not only does Angry Birds have a movie, they have a series. Which, honestly, not, not gonna hate on that. Because one of my favorite series, well, two of them, is actually based on games. Firstly, The Witcher. Incredible. And then also Castlevania. They just wrapped up, I think, the final season of Castlevania. And they're in the mix of doing a spin-off of the Castlevania series. How do you not love that? I mean... Not only is the the one an iconic one in terms of The Witcher and the characters and the way they did things, but they've also made that a real life character, like a live action. Castlevania is an animation, but that is more new age. They've been doing this for years, once again creating series from games. Earthworm Jin, one of the iconic ones. Mega Man. <laughs> Who doesn't love Mega Man? Sonic the Hedgehog is another one. There's actually a Pac-Man series that I found in my research that I'd never intend to watch, but there's a series for that. Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter both have series, which I don't know. I don't know if I want to watch those. And then everyone's nostalgic throwback favorite. Where on earth is Carmen San Diego? And don't lie, you know you heard that tune in your head. But I just need to point out, you should not be confused. Because there is a way on Earth is Carmen San Diego, and there's also a kids show called Where in the World is Carmen San Diego, where the children play on a live stage and they ask them, "This is a clue. Where in the world is she?" And that was 
one of the best things ever if you ever see old episodes you'll just laugh at the clothes like what were these people thinking from the hairstyles to the accessories to just the way they dressed i cannot stop imagining oversized brown khaki pants with a blue oversized golf t-shirt and like thick boot shoes <laughs> is that just me or can everyone else picture it anyway i've tangented way too long on that i'll talk about series in another day but these are the things I used to play when I was younger and having them become series and being able to consume them in bigger ways now is really fun. I mean, especially the Barbie movie that came out. That was something no one no one could have imagined, you know? I have yet to see it. I'm going to see it soon. But the Barbie movie just dropped and how do you get an inanimate doll to make an entire movie and storyline out of it? Because Barbies and Kens and, you know, Batmans and Spidermans, those were dolls you maneuvered around to fit your story. Like, that was the thing of having an imagination. That was what you did. You created storylines of your own. And one of the biggest ways I did that, not only with the dolls, but also in gaming, was with The Sims. Which will forever be my ultimate game. Nothing will ever top that. Like... The Witcher is one of my favorites, but my ultimate game ever is The Sims. I have it on my laptop. It's amazing. I have a Nintendo Switch, which has The Witcher on it. It also has a couple of other games. But not only do I have The Witcher on my Switch, I also have it on PS4. Because like I said, it's one of my favorites. I have Animal Crossing and I have Crash Bandicoot, which is another classic on my nintendo switch and then i've got tomb raider for ps4 my thing is format to me has never been an issue because a game is a game and i love to play games <laughs> like iconic is the crash bandicoot series the spyro series and the tomb raider series you will never go wrong with either of those three the witch is also a very fun open world game but like those are iconic you will still see people making things about it. Another thing they've also made and remade several times is Hercules. And back in the day, Disney slayed, okay? There was a Hercules game we used to play, and I just loved it. Fighting mythical beasts, training, hearing those iconic voices. Legendary. Like, honestly. And that was just, like, for PS1. Another iconic game that they redid recently was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4. I can literally pull the CD, the cover, and the holder out in like 10 seconds. We have it right here. And back in the day, PS1 was the big thing. But also when PCs came in, we could play really bad versions of Pokemon. So I don't know if anyone else remembers that, but those were awesome. And eventually when we upgraded the PC to a better version, I could play The Sims which making magic has always been my ultimate one. I'm loving the supernatural pack we kind of have for Sims 4. And then also, I used to love playing Age of Empires, which is basically a barbaric version of The Sims. That was my childhood, in a nutshell. These are the things that make me nostalgic, and they will always have a special place in my heart. But I think it's a great thing to reflect on the past and appreciate how far you've come but not to get stuck or dwell on it too long and ruin a mood because there's a difference between being nostalgic and just getting lost because you want to keep going forward in life you don't want to go back that is not a good place to be speaking of going back the song of this week is baby one more time by britney spears she is and forever will be 
an icon but she's also a very nostalgic person for my generation because if i say hit me baby one more time can you just imagine the outfit the skirt the pigtails i mean iconic i freaking iconic so yes that aside another reason i chose this particular person britney was because there was a game of hers that you could play on an emulator and it was basically a dance game where the little virtual britney would dance every time you hit the button in the correct sequence at the right time and you'd earn points and you'd get a grade at the end and if you got a certain grade for each of the levels you'd unlock the world's grainiest videos you have ever seen in your life but that was the fun of it because back in the day that was the in thing that was the best thing available to you and you just ran with it so that was my childhood you know bad grainy videos if you were lucky enough to be able to play on a pc that actually had more than just 8 bit graphics if 8 bit even had graphics and floppy disks those are another thing our computer had anyway i've rambled enough these are the things that make me nostalgic if you can think of anything else let me know and i will see you in next week's episode that's it for me love you bye